exposition of the apostles creed section five this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by mark warner exposition of the apostles creed by james dodds article one i believe in god the father almighty maker of heaven and earth section three the father the first person in the godhead is the father this name may be viewed a with reference to the second person jesus christ his only son or b as descriptive of his relation to believers in christ jesus or c as indicating his universal fatherhood as the author and the preserver of all intelligent creatures the relation in which the father stands to the son that he is his father and has begotten him is one that we cannot explain any attempt to do so must be arrogant and misleading for who by searching can find out god secret things belong unto god but revealed things unto us and our children the term father is a relative one and involves the idea of sonship no one who accepts the teaching of scripture can doubt that the father is god the statements as to his attributes and universal government are so many and so strong that but for other affirmations regarding deity we should naturally conclude that the father alone is god but the very name father corrects such a view and when we search the scriptures we find it untenable god is our father but he was the father before he called man into being from all eternity he was father as from everlasting to everlasting he is god so from everlasting to everlasting he is father he did not become father when his son assumed human nature but is such in virtue of his eternal relation to the word as the son of god it is the son's existence that constitutes him father and that existence was in eternity i and my father are one is the son's testimony to his eternal sonship and when he prays his father to glorify him he asked to be glorified with the glory which he had with him before the world was there are other senses in which the first person of the godhead is termed father all men are declared to be his offspring and those who have received the spirit of adoption cry abba father and are taught when they pray to say our father in an exposition of the creed the fatherhood in relation to men generally or to believers in particular need not be considered here the name is used to indicate the relation in which the first person stands to the second in virtue of which alone those who are adopted into fellowship with the son become the children of god the children of christ's father and their father the scriptures teach that the father is god that the son is god and that the holy ghost is god at the same time the doctrine of the divine unity is affirmed the difficulty felt in connection with the doctrine of trinity in unity has led to attempts in ancient and modern times to show that those passages of scripture in which it appears to be taught may be otherwise interpreted one explanation is from the name of its first exponent termed sabellianism or the doctrine of modal trinity the view which it presents of the divine being is that the same person manifests himself at one time and in one relation as father at another time and in another relation as son and at a different time and in another relation as holy ghost it attributes divinity to this one divine person in each of his manifestations but denies that there are three persons in the godhead the facts of scripture do not accord with such a view of the divine personality we find each person addressing the others and speaking of himself and of them as distinct persons each speaking of himself says i the father says thou to the son the son says thou to the father and the father and the son use pronouns he and him with reference to the spirit 
the father loves the son the son loves the father the spirit testifies of the son in the athanasian creed we find the following statement of this doctrine this is the catholic faith that we worship one god in trinity and trinity in unity neither confounding the persons nor dividing the substance for the person of the father is one of the son another of the holy ghost another but the divinity of the father and the son and of the holy ghost is one the glory equal the majesty equal such as is the father such also is the son and such the holy spirit the father is uncreated the son is uncreated the holy spirit is uncreated the father is infinite the son is infinite the holy ghost is infinite the father is eternal the son is eternal the holy ghost is eternal and yet these are not three eternal beings but one eternal being as also there are not three uncreated beings nor three infinite beings but one uncreated and one infinite being it is sometimes said that the doctrine of the trinity is of little practical importance but such a view of it is inconsistent with the teaching of scripture and with the atoning work of christ it is the divinity of the son that gives efficacy to his sacrifice as sinners we need pardon pardon must be preceded by propitation and if christ is not divine there is no propitation the doctrines of scripture are so linked together that the rejection of one invalidates the others if we deny the trinity we deny the gospel message of salvation and we accordingly find that most of those who reject the doctrine of the trinity do not believe in the reality and efficacy of christ's atonement end of section five